I freaked out. I'm freaking out now. <laughs> Don't freak out. I can delete that. No, I think I think it's important to, to leave it. everything as is. Why? Because this is real life. Real life, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Daughters of Eve. <laughs> this is uh, the Friendship in the Lord series, episode number two. Uh-huh. What if I don't want it to be episode number two? Well, as this is your podcast. I can do what I want. Literally. Only if the Lord leads me. All right. But at least we know this. This episode's titled, Are You a Spiritual Midwife? My name is Carly. Hi, Carly. Hi. I have my friend, Taja. Are we saying your last name? Do we do this? No. No. No what? last name. We have our friend, Taja. No okay. last name. Here's a confession. Okay, tell me. <laughs> Whenever people invite me over, like, um, you know, the paperless posts and, like, you're supposed to respond, like, uh-huh. with your name, uh-huh. I never put my last name. Really? Because yeah. it's a mystery? You want it to be a mystery? Well, I, one, I know that I'm the only Taja they know. True. And two, why did, why do you need my last name? That is true. You know who I am. That's true. I'm like, well, I don't want to say Cher, because she goes by her only one name. Yeah. But but there's not a lot of Tajas to your point. Yeah, I don't think I don't know any other Tajas, so which makes me your favorite. Yeah, you're right. I like it. So here's Taja, <laughs> no last name Taja. She doesn't need a last name. And besides, I need a new one anyway. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> plug. Anyway, I love it. You're not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not. Actually. I will vouch for that. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, we're so glad you're here again. Um, if you're listening, that means that you still love us. And I'm so excited that you are back. So I want to give a quick intro on Taja. Okay. Who is Taja? How did we meet? As you guys kind of may or may not know, if you do, if you don't. Anyway, <laughs> um, pretty new to Fort Worth, Texas. I haven't even you been here. You are or I am? I am. Okay. I'm pretty new to Fort Worth, Texas. So I... Um, haven't even been here a full year yet. And yeah, so all that to say, Taja and I, when did we meet? That's the question. I don't I don't know either. Well, okay, it was shortly after um your husband Antonio had come to um Pastor Jasmine's wedding. Okay. All right, so it was okay, okay, yeah. So it still hasn't been a full year. We met at church, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so I'm, it was like March, April. May of last year? No, we moved in September. I think we moved when we already moved. I mean, we met when we already moved. So we met at church. At some point, at some point after September. You know, I think this is a mark of our friendship because it feels like we've known each other forever. So I don't even know what time it is. So it doesn't even matter. No. But if, yeah, so there you go. That's the point right there. We feel like we've known each other for a minute. It hasn't been that long. We met at church. Okay, but I want to say Carly makes me feel like I could succeed as a comedian. Stop. And you I are know funny. I know that's not true. It is and true. And nobody, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> it's literally true. Taja's one of the funniest people I know. I and I tell every time I we're tell together. people that I am the funniest person that they know. Good. Um, but I, I'm glad you owned it. 
I do. Thank you. Everybody needs to know. Listen, if you guys get to know Taja, she's hilarious. You're gonna by the oh, end of this episode, genius. you're going to agree with me. No pressure. Literally no, no pressure. pressure okay. at all. So I need to remove the notes that I have yeah. for spiritual midwifery. Literally. Yeah, we're and not. then trade them for my comedian. All jokes. the funny stuff. Yeah. All of the funny okay. things. That's cool. what we're doing today. That's all what right. this episode's about. All right. So now you know how we met. Apparently. Um <laughs> But you know what's so cool? I know, barely. We kind of... Anyway, it's whatever. Fine. We've been at church. That's all you need to know, guys. And it hasn't been that long, but we feel like we've known each other forever. Okay. But the cool thing is, um, I love it because the first few times we hung out, it was in group settings. We actually spent Christmas together. Oh, my gosh. Can we talk about that? Okay. Can we say how you are a Christmas baby? Let's talk about this, guys. Can we say how I have the greatest gift? Literally. I mean, after Jesus. I mean, well, anyway, that's a whole other story. Yeah. Was he really born on Christmas? He was not. Anyway, it's fine. It's okay, but we say that he was because we love him. Mm-hmm. So, you share birthday with Jesus, uh-huh. kind of, sort of. Yeah. I am a Christmas Eve baby. Yeah, you are. So, that's how we immediately were like, wait a minute. We kind of understand the whole thing. Like, when you're an adult, you get, like, one gift like happy birthday slash Merry Christmas mm-hmm. slash Happy New Year slash a Puerto Rican. Puerto Ricans um, celebrate Three Kings Day. All the things. Mm-hmm. When you were a kid. Oh, can I ask you this? Here's another question you probably didn't prepare for. When you were a kid, did you get your birthday gift and then your Christmas gift? Or was it like what I just said? Um, so that's a loaded question because I'm okay. the second oldest of 10. Ooh. So gifts. Weren't- second oldest of 10. So okay. gifts weren't necessarily a priority okay. or super tra- traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandparents, like, they they were really great. And also my aunts and uncles, like, they gave us gifts and whatever. And I do remember them being like, here are all the Christmas uh-huh. gifts. Uh-huh. And then it's like one or two birthday gifts. And yeah. I'm like, okay. But I did not grow up thinking, oh, I need a, right. I need a gift yes. and all this stuff. Yes. But I will say one of my, like, than me. the, um, you know, the five love languages yeah. or whatever. Gifts is, like, at the top for me. Not always, not always to, like, get, uh-huh. but definitely but to, give, to give. Yes, that's as true. As a way to, I do. Like, love Yep, people. I have already acknowledged that in a short <laughs> amount of friendship time. Yes. So, I mean. And I'm here the, for it. I mean, I'm here for it because I, I love gifts. I Yeah, I, I'm pretty good at gifts. I love so. it. Yeah, when I was a kid, I got my little birthday Barbie on my birthday, right? Then mm-hmm. I Christmas Eve and then the rest of my little Christmas gifts or whatever on Christmas. Yeah. So, But, um, yeah, I, I am kind of like... I feel like lately the whole five love language things, love languages, I have been... Um, it's been changing for me. Because mm-hmm. it used to be gifts as number one. My husband can attest to that. And recently, I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm okay with like yeah. not receiving gifts. Um, I think I've been appreciating more quality time, mm. believe quality it or not. Quality time is my jam. Yeah. I didn't know that that, that would be a thing, but that's been, become a thing for me. So, anyway. Yeah. But back to Christmas, that yeah. was so fun. Oh, yeah. That's why. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. See, that's why my friend is here, because here's what we're talking about. We spent Christmas together. I, my first Christmas, my husband and I's first Christmas in Fort Worth, I spent it with Taja and her sister and, uh, and another friend, and we had such a wonderful time. Yeah. And when I tell here. you, we were cracking up. Girl, we laughed so much. We night. laughed so much. <laughs> Playing games. Um, Nerds is all I got to say. Nerds. This is the second. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Literally the first episode we talked about nerds. And this is a. Okay, I love it. But plot twist. Uh-huh. Today's episode is 
uh, sponsored by Nerds. It is. It should be. Yeah. Nerds, where you at? Come on. We need you guys to come through because we. this is the second time. We, we will. No? All right. I'm about to tag them. <laughs> so here's what we're doing. Let's let's get into this because we can. I love this so much. So, okay. We spent Christmas together. That was great. Mm-hmm. And then I think we even spent. Oh, my God. We spent New Year's Eve together. Yeah. Hold up. How did we just meet and we're spending all these major holidays together? That's the whole thing. I think we need to define this relationship now. Literally. Yeah. Officially. Oh, okay, the pressure. Yeah, maybe we'll talk Okay, we'll do that later. Yeah, we'll do that later. We don't need all these people, all these people listening to us. So that was fun. But group settings, so as we were in group settings, the first time we actually hung out, and I want to get into this. Actually, no, before I do that, I have a question for you. What is something you are currently nurturing in this season? This is a question I ask everybody that comes on this podcast. What is something you're currently nurturing in this season? Um, I would say self-discipline. Okay, um, girl. I well, mostly in the areas of like physical health mm-hmm. and also um, like reading the Bible yeah. more intentionally. Yeah. Um, but I just want to pat myself on the back yes. really quick. Yes. Um, I to tell all the friends who I've tell talked them. about this all the way. <laughs> Hope you're um, listening. I I am very into rowing. Okay. So like, there's a studio I go to. I think. Uh-huh. Classes at 6 a.m. I want to go there. Yeah. I'm trying to get all my friends to come. I'm going. But... I don't know about 6 a.m., but, you know. <laughs> I've been going since December, and um, the Lord's just really been showing me the importance of showing up. Yeah. Like, in spaces. Yeah, um, yeah. Even when I don't see the results right. as quickly or at all. Yeah. Like, that does not negate mm-hmm. the fact that there's still... Um, Something good right. that comes from showing right. up, not just for yourself, but for other people, yeah. too. Wow. So, yeah, self-discipline. Self-discipline is what you're nurturing in this season. Mm-hmm. Girl, <laughs> I need that for me. I need to go to your rowing class with you. Okay. Cause... And that's an open invitation to anybody else who wants to get up at 5.30 a.m. Let's go. Come on, guys. If you're in the Fort Worth DFW <laughs> area, let's go. Yeah. All right? Let's keep each other accountable. Daughters. <laughs> I love it. All right, so you want to know, you guys want to know, I know you want to know. I know you're asking yourselves, why did I bring Taja onto this episode? Why is she here? Aside from the fact that she's my friend. Um, but what's so cool, so the reason why I was like making such a big deal about us hanging out in group settings. So the first time we actually <laughs> hung out solo, just the two of us, just the two of hey, us. I was thinking that. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I just need to sing that. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, we were like, yeah, we need to kind of, we need to get together. And so um, we got together. We went to a Panera. Mm-hmm. And what's so cool, I know you guys may or may not know me on here, but those type of things make me nervous. I'm comfortable. Okay, I, I, I guess you can kind of consider me sort of introverted. Even though I connected with Taja right off the bat, it was super easy. It was effortless. You know, even in group settings, I felt comfortable. Actually, I want to tell you this. I felt comfortable, <laughs> like comfort talking to you. Wow. We had gone to, we were invited to like this little Christmas party thing. There were so many people in the house. Yeah. I w- Did I tell you this? I was literally freaking out on the way walking into that house. I was telling my husband, I'm like, there's so many cars here and there's so many people in this house right now. And I don't know like 85% of them. Wow. And again, brand new at this church, brand new state, all the things. And so then I saw Taja and immediately I took a deep breath. I was like, yes. And I felt comfortable and I just felt so comforted just talking to you. We had great conversation, which that's, oh my gosh, that's a whole nother thing. (laughs) That's a whole nother thing. Just, 
I love, I'm not one to have surface conversations. Like, I can be, I, you know, we can, okay, fine, yeah, let's, the weather, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, no, let's let's talk about things that are real, you know? And that's, I feel like that's what it's like every time with you. Um, but anyway, going back to Panera, we were there for, like, four hours, <laughs> right? Literally, we were talking so much, and it felt like, it didn't feel like it was even that long. So, okay. Here's why I'm excited and why everything ties into this whole spiritual midwife thing. Um, we were just in conversation about all the things. All of a sudden, right, I'm just getting straight to the point. All of a sudden, Taj is like, can I ask you a question? Something along those lines. I can't mm-hmm. remember verbatim. Yeah. You remember, you let me know. I don't. You don't remember. That's how you see. That's how you know. Anyway, <laughs> so she's like, um, uh, what did you say? You said, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Something mm-hmm. along those lines. And like literally, you asked that, and I felt like something dropped in the pit of my stomach. Like I just felt like, like I felt the fear of the Lord in that moment, mm-hmm. and I also felt like this, like what you say now, what comes out of your mouth is 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 either life or death, and it's those words are gonna keep yourself accountable. I felt that, and I'm I'm processing even now as I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. So I took a mo, I I paused because I'm like I need to be careful with what I'm gonna say next. I needed to choose my words wisely. And in that moment, I'm like, but at the same time, I need to be fully transparent with this very brand new friend <laughs> that is just now getting to know me. And I'm about to tell her what a loser I am. Kind of, <laughs> right? Just being real, yeah, right? Yeah, All yeah. these thoughts. Yeah. So literally, I was like, well, it's crazy you say that because I have had this podcast, a podcast on my heart for a while, for some years now. And um, never got started on it because I didn't even know where to start, number one. Number two, I didn't have, I, I just felt like you needed all these things, all this equipment, all this, mm-hmm. you know, this microphone and all, which is crazy. At some point, I had these things like on my Amazon, like, uh, cart. cart. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, one day I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to spend hundreds of dollars that I don't have on all these things because <laughs> I need to do it. Obviously, I never did it. Yeah. And then at the same time, I'm like, man, how do, what do I do? Like, I don't even know where to get started. Um, and it needs, this needs to be perfect, you know? So essentially I was like, yeah, um, I, I told you, right. I told you what was holding me back from it. And I was just honest and transparent. Um, really perfectionism was what held me back. Mm -hmm. Um, it really paralyzed me. So that whole moment, that was just a few months ago, guys, literally, that was just a few months Mm -hmm. ago. And immediately after leaving that time with Taj, I remember getting in the car and just, I just felt the Lord so near. And I remember being on my way home, like, um, like on cloud nine, like, Lord, what's happening? You know, because Taja didn't know. I didn't say anything to her about no podcast, nothing, nothing. So the fact that she said this, I don't know where I knew it was from the Lord. I felt the fear of the Lord in that moment. And I also felt the empowerment to obey. Hmm. I felt the literal empowerment, like I can actually do this. Because what happened next was Taja's like, listen. And, and we'll go into this in a second. But she literally hooked it up with all these resources. She was like, this is, what I, this is what I do. This is what I've done. I get what you're saying. But this is how I've overcome. Mm-hmm. And you literally made it attainable for me. Like, you pulled out your phone and you're like, hey, this is what I do. Because I had the same thought, right? Something mm-hmm. along the... And I, I know yeah. you can share um, more on that. And so I left there feeling like, oh my gosh, I can actually do this. Mm-hmm. And I want to do it. And I felt that grace. And it's been nonstop ever since that day. It's been probably 
it hasn't even been two months since then. What's today? I, anyway, whatever. <laughs> it's like mid-March. Yeah. It hasn't even been two complete months. And I feel like almost every day the Lord has been downloading. And I, God is always ready to speak. He's always ready to give us what we need. Mm-hmm. But if we're not going to pause and listen and acknowledge, then what's, you know what I mean? Then yeah. we're not going to receive what he wants to give us. Yeah. So I feel like ever since then, because you obeyed, you heard and you obeyed the Lord and you um, shared these resources with me, mm-hmm. it made it attainable for me where I could take that and run with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you remember that day? You remember that conversation? I do. What did you feel? I want to talk about that. Um. So I just remember being like i am so excited to get to hang out with carly um because there there are certain people that you meet and you're like wow i need to either get to know them or i feel like i've known them this whole entire time yeah and um i just had this feeling like when we initially met i was like okay there's something about her Mm. and so even preparing like um to kind of give insight on my process in going into those spaces, Mm. I always pray and ask the Lord. I'm like, hey, either I feel overwhelmed or like, oh, I don't know what to expect. What do I do? Um, I take a moment to pause. Like, on my drive to meet you, I was like, Lord, (laughs) I pray that your presence would perceive me. Will you give me the words to say? Like, just, I want to have a good time. I want to get to know her. But I'm also at the point in my life where I know... I can't be close friends with everybody. Right, 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 and right. And so I I Ooh, want girl. to be intentional in um, being able to identify mm-hmm. who who God has for whatever season I'm right, in. Right. And so um, I do want to give a shout out to um, you and Tori for last episode. Mm. I listened to that and I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. This is good stuff. Mm. Um, and so anyway, um, even in that space of of connecting with you at the Panera and um, just kind of asking the Lord because, I mean, it's not super obvious when somebody is praying in front of you. Right, right, right. (laughs) So in my head, um, because I think I was just listening to the sound of your voice and um, I was just like, Lord, what are you saying? Like, I just asked him, Mm -hmm. like, what are you Mm -hmm. saying? And that's when I felt led to, like, ask you that question. Wow. I had no idea going in. But, like, I feel like because my heart was already postured to, Lord, what do you want to do here? Yeah. Like, I'm willing to to say and do whatever you want here. Wow. And just constantly submitting it to the Lord. Mm. Um, He even positioned me to, like, ask the things that was on his heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And so I guess to even jump into what I shared with you. This is so good. (laughs) I never heard this before, guys. Just, I just want you, this is the first time I'm hearing this. I love it. So, um, uh, when, when was it? In like 2020, um, I felt like the Lord asked me to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. There are, there are a lot of things, maybe a conversation for another time, but I know for me personally, I have a hard time with releasing in public mm-hmm. spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, one with um, fighting back this lie of what I say doesn't actually matter. Wow. Or um, nobody wants to hear mm-hmm. what I have to say. Or I, I'm not allowed to have a platform because of X, Y, Z. Mm. And so when the Lord had first um, spoken to me those couple years ago yeah. about starting a podcast, I was just like, 
I don't know. And I was in a creative community. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that I didn't have access to other people or saw other people doing whatever they were doing. Yeah. Um, I was also getting caught up in comparison. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, because what Mm -hmm. I do doesn't look like this, then it's not valid. Um, but I had, I had determined in my heart, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm going to commit six Mm -hmm. months to do Mm -hmm. it. Now it took me about a year Mm -hmm. to do six Mm -hmm. months, but I did the six months worth of stuff. And so when you were, had begun to share with me, like even your apprehension Mm -hmm. and, um, things about perfectionism, I, in retrospect, I am so grateful to have gone through that process Mm -hmm. in order to tell somebody else. Wow. Yeah. Like it's doable. Yeah. You can, you know, like you can actually do it. And so, um, I, I too had the same thoughts of, Oh, I need to have, um, I need to have all this fancy stuff. I need to have a camera. I need to have a good recording microphone. All the aesthetics. You need the whole room. Everything before you start. Before you start. Um, But the Lord, in his kindness, he showed me. Like, he literally walked me through that process. Mm. He was like, um, all you need is your cell phone. Yeah. For real. Literally that. How much we pay for these phones and then... Exactly. Not utilize them. it to its right. full potential. Oh, no. Um, so I, I pulled out my phone and I was like, Carly, you can just record mm-hmm. on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like, here's an app Literally. that I use. <laughs> oh, uh, I also gosh. recorded on my notes yeah. app and then uploaded it wow. and all this stuff. And um, at the end of the day, I think it boils down to, um, are you willing to do what God asked you, right. regardless Obedience. of what it looks like. Yes. Um. So regardless of how much you have or yeah. how much you don't have. Yeah. Um. It it goes back to this principle of what's in your hand. Yeah. What is the Lord already given you right. to use? Yeah. Um. And so. That's so good. Yeah. Um. If I love it, I'm gonna do a shameless plug. If anyone wants to check out Rough Draft. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's um, on Apple Podcasts too. Rough draft. I will add the link on the notes. I'm crying. So. <laughs> um, I will say that um, this when when you had brought to me like, oh, I want you to be featured on this episode about uh-huh. being a spiritual midwife and all these things. It really challenges me because um, it it causes me to check like what are the things that haven't been completely bored mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. either in my life in your own life. And like, even as I dug into the word about the characteristics of a spiritual midwife, it checked me too. Like, what is that? Mm -hmm. Like, am I, Mm -hmm. am I walking in these characteristics? Because by no means do I feel um, qualified to speak on this topic. Um, But I think the beautiful thing is that the Lord will use anybody who's willing. So if you're willing to share at the point that you're at, I think that's better than somebody who is beyond that point, Mm -hmm. but is not Mm -hmm. willing to share. It's like, what good does that help anybody else? What's the point? Yeah. How so, is that gonna build community mm-hmm. and pour into those around you? I love that. Yeah. I okay, first of all, I'm just so caught up on the I guess behind the scenes part <laughs> of you hearing from the Lord, the Lord speaking to you, making yourself available to hear from the Lord. Even going back to what you were saying on the way 
um, us meeting together. And I love mm-hmm. how you brought that up because I was doing the same. Yeah. Where I was like, Lord, here I am. I'm about to meet with this brand new friend of mine. Mm-hmm. This is completely out of my comfort zone. But first of all, I'm fully out of my comfort zone in a brand new state. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to hold back anymore. I don't want to limit the Lord. And I don't want to get caught up with me being quote unquote introverted and all mm-hmm. these things. I'm done with all of that. Mm-hmm. I want to push myself out of my comfort zone and I want to walk in my in the fullness yeah. that the Lord has given me to walk into. Yeah. And so on the way to meet up with you, I remember I was praying in the spirit. I was just like, Lord, like I come against, but I didn't even feel nervous either. I felt mm-hmm. excitement. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my husband, I was like, man, I just feel so excited to meet up with Saja. I was telling my other friend, I'm like, yo, I, I, I'm excited to meet up with her. And sure yeah. enough, the Lord knew what that time together was going to be like and what mm-hmm. would be birthed from that conversation. Mm-hmm. But it also took your intentionality to also stop mm-hmm. and hear from the Lord and make yourself available as as a willing vessel, as his daughter, yeah. and as a friend. Yeah. Honestly. So I, I just, I, yeah, I can't wait to just talk <laughs> to the Lord about that some more because I really blessed me what you just shared now. And even with you having your own podcast mm-hmm. and sharing your resources and what the Lord has taught you and you being like just that's you giving of yourself that's yeah. you laying your life down for your friend mm-hmm. when you could have easily been like mm, no you know yeah i think the youths refer to it as gatekeeping mm. i i i don't. I don't know if i've ever heard of that it's like when you're keeping my age. <laughs> <laughs> hey i i'm not i'm not super young but um just this idea of keeping it. resources or information from to other yourself. people. Yeah. yeah. And to yourself. Uh-huh. And so um, I I do wow. this with other things mm-hmm. where I just share. Mm-hmm. Like um, right before we started recording, um, you had mentioned, oh, I need to update this list of like time yeah. resources. Yes. Literally, if, if there's something fun or yeah. cool or helpful that I learn about, yeah. the way that I tell people, so sure, rowing class is uh-huh. my current jam, yes. but um, I tell you all about like the... Um, the nature areas to check yes. out because I know that you love those kinds of things. Girl. Or guys, we're going to the circus next yes. month. And I'm so excited. Guys, I've never been to a circus. <laughs> I am so excited. But it's like things like that. It's like, okay, if in the practical sense, I'm not withholding, yeah. then I feel like it's important in the spiritual sense. Mm. I'm, I'm like even mean, more so. Right. But like always filtering it through what the Lord is right. releasing you to, to right. share. But right. it's like... Um, giving away your daily encounters, yeah. giving away the things that yeah. you know that the Lord is revealing and speaking right. to you about. Yeah. Um, so when when I was presented with that opportunity mm-hmm. to either share or don't share, it was a mm-hmm. no-brainer. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, let me tell Carly how yeah. I did it because how helpful would it have been for me to have somebody in that space right. when I had been starting to just say, hey girl, like don't put so much pressure yeah. on yourself. Yeah. You can literally do it. With, with this the resources you already right. have yeah. and later on if you want to add on do that great yeah that's awesome. we always want to grow we yeah. always want to grow in excellence and you know so but yeah. not holding back mm-hmm. from obeying the lord because mm-hmm. god always gives us what we need if exactly. he's calling here's what i'm realizing too if he's calling you to do something he's already equipped to he's already given you what you need to yeah. do it 
Yeah. It's a matter of obedience or not. Literally is what it comes down to. One of the prayers that I've had with the Lord is like, Lord, help me to not be in the way of of what you want to do. Yeah. Because the Lord can tell anybody Mm -hmm. all day long. Right. But you still have to decide to partner. You have to say yes. The Lord is so kind and so gentle. Like he's not going to force you to do it, but he's going to present this opportunity. Right. And while part of me is like, God, just make me do it. For real. It's like, then what's the point? Like, what's the point if I have to, I might as well have done it myself. Right. But I asked you. Yeah. Because I want yeah. you. He wants to partner with us. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, and that baffles me, first of all. Yeah. Why would he want to partner with little old me when he can do everything? He can do everything he wants to yes. do. But he wants to use us as his daughters, as his children. And mm-hmm. I love that. And that that is the beauty of this relationship with, with mm-hmm. our father. Yeah. Um, and here's also the thing. It's supposed to be different. Mm. like mm-hmm. everybody can have the same assignment right right like think about in yeah. school when you get a test right yeah everybody has the same information yeah right everybody is presented with the same set of questions right and you will still get different things even if the answers mm. are right why yes. everybody's handwriting right. is different everybody's approach yeah. is different like Process. i'm going to yeah. exactly so uh-huh. why do we get so caught up in oh well um my friend it, or I started a podcast, right? Uh-huh. And then my friend tells me, oh, she's going to start a podcast. Uh-huh. Oh, why would I not help her? Exactly. Because even if we're talking about the same topics, it's going to it's be, different. be different. Yeah. We think differently. Yeah. We speak different. Our voice, the tone of our voices are different. Just everything is everything. different. And people need different ways to yeah. receive information yeah. like yeah. they're different kinds of learners. So why would we think right. the teachers need to be the same? Right. That's so true. That's so good and it's so encouraging. So even just a quick little pause on that. If you're thinking about starting something, I've had conversations. First of all, I do want to say this. Let's talk about the ripple effect. Sorry, I get so excited. I think about things and I get so excited. Talking about the ripple effect again, Taja, of your obedience of just saying, hey, this, these are the resources. This I've had probably about, I'm not even exaggerating, since the first episode released, four different people mm-hmm. reach out to me saying, I've had a podcast on my heart for so long and I did not know where to start. I don't even know if I told you this no. aside from this ep- from recording now. But um, yeah, I've had four people reach out to me. So what did I do? I gave them the resources that you gave me. Wow. This is the app that we're using. Yeah. It's absolutely free. Uh-huh. This is what you do. This is what I've learned so far. Yeah. As I continue to learn, I will show you. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did, because I'm a, I, I'm a big researcher, especially if I have no idea what I'm doing. So one of the first things I do when I did when I got home after our meetup that day, mm-hmm. I came home and I researched how, what you need to know to start a podcast. Yeah. So I found this really helpful article, um, and I'm kind of all about convenience. I don't want to... <laughs> I, I want it to be easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but at this, you know, anyway. So, and it was a great, helpful article. So I forwarded this information. Mm-hmm. So you being willing to share your resources made me excited to share what I've learned, what yeah. you taught me with someone else. Mm-hmm. So just to, so you can see and you guys listening, listeners and daughters, li- like you have to share the resources that you have and you mm-hmm. have to realize the ripple effect that this costs. Yeah. Um, so... I'm excited about that. And, yeah. and and these people are excited. They are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I need, I could yeah. just use that. I didn't know yeah. I could just use my phone. Like, you know, they even asked someone, you know, asked me, oh, what microphone? Girl, I didn't use no microphone. I'm literally using my phone right now. She's using her iPhone. Literally using my iPhone. Plug, like, Apple product. You know, whatever. <laughs> Sponsored. Sponsored. For real. Come from that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, just do it. Hear and obey and do it. Mm. So, mm-hmm. this podcast, Are You a Spiritual Midwife? We're going to go into all of this. 
Um, and just, I'm all about definitions. So if you guys don't know what a midwife is, literally what it means, um, if you break it down into mid, mid is together with plus, you know, wife is woman. So mm-hmm. together with woman. So even going back, Taja, you, I know you said earlier, I don't know if I, um, feel qualified or, mm-hmm. you know, to be considered a spiritual midwife, but even if it was just this one story, this mm-hmm. one moment now that I can be, that I can shout you out for that and just honor you for that, yeah. let it be so because your obedience, again, and then not only did you stop there, and I want to go into this too, you didn't allow the fear of competition mm-hmm. or didn't allow if there was, you know, any of that to say, oh, I have my own podcast, right? We talked about that. Um, but you shared those resources and then even after that, you held me accountable. There's mm-hmm. this little part that I wrote yesterday as I was talking to the Lord about it. Um, and then we'll go back to a question or whatever yeah. you want to share. But in the beginning, right? Think about it this way. When you, a midwife helps a woman give birth, right? Mm-hmm. So you hear the term midwife. And those of you who are mamas who are listening, um, I love, I just love pregnancy moms. You guys already know this about me. But um, a midwife is actually certified. They have their uh, certification. I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. To medically being certified to g- help you give birth, right? Yeah. Um, in labor, all that good stuff. Um, but you have to meet up with them when you're pregnant, mm-hmm. right? You want to develop this relationship with your midwife. Mm-hmm. Um, you want her to know your needs, what your birth plan is. If you want to have a natural... N- most of the time, midwives are um, those who support you more so with like natural pregnancies, mm-hmm. um, birthing centers or birth at home, or even they come to hospitals too. Yeah. Um, but you want to have this consultation with them, right? You meet up with them the first time. So th- just hear me out, guys. <laughs> In the beginning, Taj and I had our consultation when she confirmed my pregnancy with this podcast. Hmm. Um, and it didn't stop there. We had follow-up appointments, right? Quote, yeah. unquote, where um, you would literally check in with me, Taja. You would text me because mm-hmm. I would say, hey, this is my goal. I would like to release it by this time or this is what I'm working on or this is the research that I'm doing. These are the topics, mm-hmm. things like that. And it wasn't an everyday thing, yeah. but it was at least once or twice a week, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we like to communicate through audio messages. Yeah, we do. You know, it's yeah, so it's, fun. It's a lot of fun. And it's great. And they can be super long and I love them because it's like, it's like a podcast, you know? It's, it's literally like getting a, car- a personalized Carly <laughs> podcast episode. No, and I love, I love getting like messages for you, Tasha, because you're hilarious. Like, and it, okay. Anyways, that's all another oh, thing. Geez. We'll be here all day. So, um. I loved our follow-up appointments where you would check in to see, like, how far along I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you would make sure the baby is healthy and all yeah. this stuff. Like, yeah. I hope you guys are following. So, and see how healthy the pregnancy was going, mm-hmm. right? And this is really you being of support. Like, mm-hmm. you were being of support. You were playing this role of a midwife, um, just making sure that I was doing what I said I was going to do, mm-hmm. right? And then, um, but you also weren't interfering with the natural process. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about even like relating to the whole midwife thing. Um, you're going to respect what the Lord is doing in me and what the Lord is speaking to me. And you're just going to encourage me in that. And you're yeah. going to support. And that's what you've been to me. And at the same time, keeping me accountable to my word. Yeah. Right. So I just wanted to share that. Um, so I don't know if you wanted to maybe share about a time that a midwife helped you give birth to something? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, see, and here's a, the dangerous thing about having a recording. Now everybody knows. Everybody Anybody who knows. listens will know. 
Um, so I consider myself to be a writer. Okay. Right? I write poetry, stories, mm. like all kinds of things. Um, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm, I'm holding back over here because this girl has read me some stuff that she's been working on. Oh, yeah. <sighs> so okay. it's anyway. amazing. That's all I have to say. Okay. So anyway, um, in 2020 as well, 2020 was a big year for it sure releasing was. Yeah. things. Um, among other things, but yeah. like for me, I right. was releasing stuff. And so I had uh, started this Instagram page called Crown Desk Letters. And um, I... Yeah, sorry. I just whispered, I didn't know this. (laughs) So um, around that time, so much was changing and I was processing. um, A couple months before, I had moved to um, Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. And as a way to process, I was writing a lot of poetry. Mm. And I had gotten what I consider to be spiritually constipated. Mm, I I had so much stuff, but yeah. I had a hard time getting it out. Right. And so um I <laughs> I had That's been so vulnerable enough to share a couple of pieces yeah. with one of my friends at the time. And she was like, this is great. We need to release it and all this stuff. And mm. so um she helped me from start to finish um, produce a video of the spoken word mm-hmm. piece and put mm. it on Instagram. Wow. And so um, it was it was really cool to be supported in that yeah. way because, um, and we can get into this later, but something that I recognize is that spiritual midwives also need midwives. Mm-hmm. Like for as much as you're helping other people, you yeah. can't neglect the things oh. that are also in your heart right. that the Lord has spoken. Yeah. Um, but I know for myself, it is hard for me to not just um ask for help Mm -hmm. but to convey what I actually need Mm -hmm. for help because I don't know right um because I I also have a hard time or have had and I'm continuing to learn how to better value Mm -hmm. what the Lord has placed in in me Mm -hmm. um because again to to go back to that like comparison Mm -hmm. or it doesn't look like this right and it's like no at some point we have to say enough is enough. Yeah. At some point, yeah. we have to recognize that if mm. if we don't do it, God is going to ask somebody else. Yep. And yep. I don't want right. to get to heaven and mm-hmm. the Lord be like, mm-hmm. these are all the things that I asked you to do and yeah. you only you did, did yeah. like two of those things. Right. And it's not like a bad thing. Sure. But the Lord has so much mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. And who are we not to take advantage of what... He is willingly, right, generously yeah. giving us. Yeah. So, come on. So yeah, that's, that's so good. That's also really challenging. Again, like to be in this position to to speak on being a spiritual midwife. Mm-hmm. Like the Lord has come at me a couple mm-hmm. of times, mm-hmm. even over the past two weeks. Like, remember that Girl. one thing I told you, or let's let's revisit this. And so, in an attempt to um get get back mm-hmm. to that place mm-hmm. i'm trying to release i'm trying to be intentional wow. about producing things yeah. and not just holding on to yeah. it um because while i understand that there's like a a, a sphere that mm-hmm. you influence mm-hmm. the lord still has so much more like yeah. you never know right. like to go back to your piece about yeah. the ripple effect mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. what i did in obedience affects so many yes. more people yes. than I could even yes. imagine. Yeah. And that's the beauty. It's like we shouldn't get caught up in, in the mindset of, oh, I haven't been obedient in this. So how can I encourage someone else? Yeah. Because that's also us holding back and limiting what the Lord wants to do. 
Um, you know, so we just have to, <laughs> we hear this so much at our church and I've been, the Lord's just been literally speaking this and hearing and obeying mm. how, how many, especially growing up in the church or I don't know if you've been in church walking with the Lord for how many years we read the word, the word is read to us, it's fed to us, all these things are, we're hearing it, but are we actually obeying? Are we applying yeah. what he's telling us to do? Yeah. Um, and, and that's what this whole thing is about. Yeah. Hearing and obeying. That's why we're here. That's why this podcast exists. Because, um, and then also getting to the point of celebrating. Celebrating mm. what the Lord has done. Celebrating the fact that, Taja, you heard and you obeyed. There's been a ripple effect. And at the same time now, the Lord is also reminding you personally on mm-hmm. those things that he's been wanting you to work on. And now there's like this new excitement, you yeah. know, and, and just to just do. Yeah. To just obey. I'm excited to hear about these things. When you listen, Taja the other day wrote some so, stuff to me. And I was sitting there, me and my husband were sitting there like, what is going on? I felt like I was in a whole movie. Like I just saw every, it was just incredible. Just the talent and the giftings. We can't get caught up with the whole comparison thing because mm-hmm. God Or has, false humility, ooh, which is another thing that that's I... That's a whole other one. That, hey, let's let's talk about that sometime. Talk, yeah, let's talk about it. We t- Yeah, that's... False humility is a whole other thing. Because, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love to jump in, though, jump in. to... Dive Char- right in. Yeah, characteristics of a yes, spiritual midwife. Please do. Um, so this, I've, is, this is good. I was telling Carly. Fasten your seatbelts. I okay. I got like four pages of notes. Um, but what I want to do is read Exodus 1, 15 through 21. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of break it down. Um, because it also like challenges me. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, again, that's Exodus 1, 15 through 21. And it says, Then the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named, I don't know how to pronounce it, Shephira? Shepra? Sure. And know. the other Pua? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you serve as midwives to the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stool, if it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but let the male children live. So the king of Egypt called the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this and let the male children live? The midwives said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwives come to them. So God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very strong and because the midwives feared God, he gave them families. Mm. So there is so much. Like yeah. the way I was like, oh, yeah, Lord. Okay, <laughs> I see this. Like well, as I was preparing for this time, um, I was just blown away mm. by what the Lord mm-hmm. was revealing. So mm-hmm. um, it's mentioned twice in this passage that the midwives feared God. God. So that is what I would say is like one of the very first characteristics of a midwife is yeah. that do you fear God yeah. over fearing man yes. or what you think they make somebody the else may yeah. think of you and all these things. Right. Um, mm-hmm. They defended life in the world or they defended life in the face of worldly authority. So in verse 18, um, the king of Egypt called the midwives. Mm-hmm. He gave them 
instructions mm-hmm. like and he questioned why didn't you obey right but their response um was to be like hey man yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like we we they didn't say we were gonna do it right they were just like right these hebrew women are yeah yeah you know yeah um so <laughs> they were able to identify kingdom works mm-hmm. so like ideas projects mm-hmm. moves if we're putting that into more practical sense right um that should be birthed mm-hmm. like so having that level of discernment yeah too because yeah. it everything that looks like god it's not really yeah you know yeah um so also in verse 19 um where's that it says the midwife said to pharaoh because the hebrew women are not like the egyptian women so the hebrew women are not like the egyptian women so being able to one um not be confused Mm -hmm. by what looks like Mm -hmm. something but Mm -hmm. shouldn't be something or whatever um but they also recognize so if we're saying the Hebrew women represent like God's yeah. people yeah. versus Egyptians, secular are not, things. Yeah, yeah, right. Wow. Um, let's see. Oh, I also wrote down Isaiah 5, 20 through 21 says, Woe to those who call evil good Oof. and good evil. Listen. Who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight. My God. So, especially if we just look, just even casually look (laughs) at the conversations that the world is having, how how much more important is it for Mm -hmm. us as women, Mm -hmm. the ones who have such influence in the home and in these spaces, to have the fear of the Lord yeah. to know that they um, are speaking things that are coming straight from their relationship with God, right. not straight from somebody else's relationship right. with God, yeah. but from what they know that they know that they know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, from your direct <laughs> communication with exactly. the Lord. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So midwives are mm-hmm. also trustworthy and don't shy away from the messiness of yes. birth. Now, oh, I'm so glad you brought that up, <laughs> girl. I okay. casually mentioned before I'm the second oldest of ten. Uh huh. I have witnessed, like, been in the in 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 the delivery uh-huh. room <laughs> three times. Three times. Three times. Your mommy was giving birth. Yeah. To siblings. Yeah. Wow. When I tell you. I am okay <laughs> I still with not having my own kids right now. Girl. In the most physical, practical sense. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. okay. Really? Because what you see Ooh, girl. in that space yeah, is not for the faint of heart. It is. But um, the, the people who are in that room, one, yeah. they know what they're doing. Right. Two, they don't make a big scene about, oh, they're this calm. is messy. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when, when, when there is... I don't want to get super graphic uh-huh. about, about what you see in that space. But as I'm remembering, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. God, I don't understand why that was the way you wanted us to come out. I'm done. Like, I'm I don't done. I don't know. I wish you guys could see Tasha right now. It's, okay, this is just hilarious. Yeah, so I... 
I feel also that it's important to note that when you find yourself in the position to be a midwife, you also need to check your heart and motives. Mm -hmm. Like, um, to kind of go back a step, you can't put publicly on display Mm -hmm. what was meant for privacy and intimacy. Yeah. Like, everybody is not invited into that delivering room. Yeah. Because it is messy. Because it is... extremely vulnerable Vulnerable. so when you're when you're invited into that space Mm -hmm. if your if your heart's not right Mm -hmm. if you are caught up in jealousy or comparison or why not me yeah now mind you i can also speak to this from experience Mm. there are people in my life who um i'm in relationship with who i i have to be intentional in checking my heart because Mm -hmm. i feel like oh man god why don't i have this mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. i really want this right. they got this Girl. like when is it my yes, turn ma'am. but Listen. but i still find myself invited into the places of them processing mm-hmm. and i know that if i don't mm-hmm. come with a heart that's like soft right. and open to the lord Pure. if i'm not being yeah. intentional about asking the lord what do you want me to speak in this sure. space or how can i connect well with mm-hmm. this person in this space as they are being vulnerable mm-hmm then the likelihood of inadvertently partnering with death becomes higher. Like a casual word said in a place of vulnerability and intimacy can ruin what the Lord had intended for that space and result in needing years and years to build back the trust and intimacy that should have been there from From the the beginning. You know? And it's like, oh, but wait... All this pressure and blah, blah, blah. No, because it's easy hmm. in the presence of the Lord. Right. I'm not saying that you can't feel that. Right. What I'm saying is you need to make sure that it's addressed. Yes. Before you get to that place. And if that means having a, an authentic conversation with your friend mm-hmm. that's like, hey, I, I want you to know mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. I am also struggling yes. because this is something that I want. Girl. And you you create that space for, for a deeper and meaningful connection mm-hmm. in that relationship mm-hmm. um, that now can operate better mm-hmm. instead of being overshadowed by this right. grumpy attitude right. or blah, blah, blah. Or even shame. Of... Sometimes shame comes exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. moments. Yeah. And it's like I'd much rather, and I'm, I'm thinking of a friend in particular right now, I'd much rather have hard conversations mm-hmm. for with this friend mm-hmm. and process and walk through and continue yeah. to grow right. in our relationship right. than to allow my feelings that mm-hmm. are still valued. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're still valid. Absolutely. They're still worth something. Right. I just know that it matters more to go to the Lord right. with that yeah. and invite and allow the other person to be a midwife for me yes, emotionally. I was just going to say that. Because it, it, it doesn't, when mm. we'll get to this later, but um, you, you can have a midwife mm-hmm. kind of dynamic mm-hmm. with the both of you being the midwife for each other. Right. It should be a mutual thing. Exactly. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. you can't, like, how dare you remove somebody else's opportunity to step in the gap for mm-hmm. you like you have for mm-hmm. them. Yes. But they don't know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and wow. hey, I'm just talking to myself at this no, point. No, girl. That's 110%. <laughs> You're speaking to me. Let me tell you. I, I think I, I mentioned to you a couple weeks ago um, how I like 
turtled and like really mm. withdrew mm-hmm. um and it was so hard for me mm-hmm. to connect with other people yeah. because i was i had a bad perspective of myself mm. of the situation that i was going sure. through and instead of um connecting with other people instead of um inviting a midwife mm-hmm. in that space of i i'm about to birth this negative thing right help me to not do that mm-hmm. Like, I need prayer, I need covering, I need all of these things. Right. Um, so, so, yeah. You pulled on my, you personally, you pulled on my little heartstrings. Well, no, no, that's not what I want to say. That's not the term I want to say. But when you talked about bringing someone, and I remember having a very vulnerable moment a few years back at a, a ladies' retreat or something, but they were mm-hmm. talking about having dreams and what is holding you back from from pursuing that dream mm-hmm. if there's offense or unforgiveness or um envy yeah and i felt that in that very moment where i felt like i was envious for of some of the women around me that were um not necessarily close friends but friends of mine who were pregnant at the time mm-hmm. and my husband and i have been walking through a, a season of just um believing god for a baby we know it's going to take a miracle Mm -hmm. and so during that time i was kind of like in the um uh i don't know it's just going through the roller coaster of emotions yeah and i remember being vulnerable with these women and it was two women in particular um and one of them i kind of said it at the same time and it was in front of a group of women and i felt like i needed to just be authentic in that moment and even repent before them repent before the lord and repent before them and um and what you talked about inviting women into that space or inviting your friend into that space, like, hey, I am so happy for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what it means or, or I can see, you know, how excited they were to be moms. One of them was a mom for the first time and the other one was, I, I think, her second child at the time. They were both so excited. One of them was kind of dealing with different emotions. And in that moment, when I found out they were pregnant, I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, life. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, like children, mm-hmm. like, Lord, you are expanding territory so excited um and then as i shared with them it was a real authentic moment and that's it can be a little embarrassing yeah you know what i mean because you're like oh my gosh like i want to be happy for you and especially me being one who's always talking about loving moms loving children Mm -hmm. loving pregnancy all these things it's kind of ironic that i also deal with the thoughts that i've been dealing with right yeah um but i remember what you said inviting them into that space like hey i I'm excited and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm struggling with these feelings. I just want to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can say with one of those friends, it really, um, uh, it brought us closer in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, and she understood. And with the other friend, um, not so much. Yeah. And that that's something you kind of have to be okay with. Mm-hmm. You know, not everyone is, is going to understand because they're probably also going through their things as well. Yeah. You know, but like you said, are we going to be spiritual midwives to one another mm-hmm. or is this just going to be a one sided situation? Yeah. And that's the whole thing I even want to talk about with friends. This whole series is about friendship in the Lord. Being a friendship in the Lord, you have to um, acknowledge that this is not about you. Mm-hmm. This is not about you. You're laying down your life and you're asking the Lord, what's his heart for this friend? Yeah. And what can I do to help birth whatever it is that he has in store for this friend? Yeah. Whatever dreams, visions, books, podcasts, any mm. I I just want to help them birth this thing and speak life into them. Yeah. You know? And so even even how you said we're going to go through hard moments, 
But it's not fair for us to hold back our friends from being there for us and leaning in. Mm-hmm. We have to be trustworthy. Mm-hmm. We have to trust them. Yeah. Um, we have to be honest and transparent them and transparent and allow them in so that we can actually grow together yeah. and grow from one another. That's so good. And that brings me to that, my next point about how midwives need midwives. Mm. So in yeah. that passage in Exodus, there mm-hmm. are two midwives that are explicitly named, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but they aren't the only two midwives mm. mm-hmm. that are serving all of the Hebrew women wow. who are giving birth. Yeah. You know, so on the flip side, you aren't supposed to be a midwife for everyone. Ooh. When when opportunities come up, submit it to the Lord and ask him how to partner with him in that dynamic. It could be you're not supposed to. It could have for us. It could have just simply been, oh, I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. But the Lord had more in store for it, obviously. Um, So I literally had to submit my conversation with you to Mm -hmm. the Lord Mm -hmm. and ask him, like, what does this look like? Yeah. And um, it because our dynamic already felt like that of sistership, I was like, well, this is a no-brainer. Like, even if I'm not, like, I was not anticipating getting invited to be on an episode or anything. (laughs) I was just kind of like... Hey, that's cool that the yeah. Lord was speaking to you more. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna champion you. I'm right. going to run with him. I'm just yeah. going to encourage. So when you asked me, I was like, I mean, yeah, but like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. Um, so as, as, a midfi- as a midwife, you help to su- provide support, but you don't birth it for them. Mm-hmm. So even when you were talking about, um, what were you saying exactly? About- like, um, not interfering with the natural process. Mm-hmm. Is that the part? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you think about the all the people who are in the delivery mm-hmm. room, right? Mm-hmm. We're all essentially just cheerleaders. Yeah. Most have either seen multiple pregnancies right. and birthing, so they know what mm-hmm. to expect. Either some are just like, oh, I'm just here to support you. I'm gonna right. hold your hand, cheer right. you on. Right. Um, but at no point does anybody else in that room give birth to what's already in right. the, yeah. the mother yeah. who's in yeah. the room. Like she's the it's one. Impossible. Yeah. She mm-hmm. is the one who has to birth it. Mm-hmm. So um I oh Lord. Ooh. <laughs> she just got me. Oh. So I can tell you all I want that yes, I'm doing this thing. Uh-huh. Like and and you're supporting me as my yeah. midwife and we keep talking about it and talking right. about it and talking about it. Right. And you as the midwife could get frustrated, like, why haven't I seen anything? Yeah. He produced yeah. like Taja was talking about this. Where's this baby? Hold up. Yeah. Where's this baby? Yeah. You've been pregnant uh-huh. for twelve years <laughs> and like hello. But you you cannot force <laughs> somebody else to birth right in that space no matter how much you want yeah. it for yeah. them. Yeah. Like Yeah. And that's that's, that's difficult. Yeah, that hurts. That actually <laughs> really up. hurts. Yeah. yeah. But i the the Lord is coming for my neck too because yeah. he's like hey girl i've been talking to you about stuff and what are you gonna do about what are you it? gonna do what are you and gonna do like, lord help me and yeah. that and that goes back to my prayer that i have been praying i'm like lord i know that there is more help me yeah amen i, I don't know what to it. pray half the time yeah and i'm just like help and that's it help me yeah <laughs> he's always willing to come in yeah and to help that's so good 
Yeah. I don't know how much time we have, but um, I did want to talk about how God is our midwife as well. We're going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk about that. We're going to pause and we'll be right back. You just heard part one of episode two, Spiritual Midwife. And so stay tuned for part two that will be released in a couple of weeks. Please do not forget to uh, subscribe, to um, do a review, to rate, to share with your sisters, with your moms, with your friends, your besties, your acquaintances, all of the women in your life. Um, Really pray that this blesses you. And um, yeah, just give us some feedback, slide into our DMs and let us know how you really are feeling about these episodes. All right, bless you daughters. And we'll catch you in the next one.